Sports Professor Rick Harrow, and we are on the record. Every week, this podcast will take you inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports, the top deal-making issues, the top tech issues, and the top social responsibility issues, plus a blockbuster interview with someone who you might not have heard from in the world of sports, but having a profound effect on its impact. Let's get started. Sports Professor Rick Harlow inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports, and you're on the record here at the U.S. Open, the Billy G. King Tennis Center for the second week of the championship. But what really happens is the kickoff of the NFL season and all of the economics from it, the $20 billion a year and on and on. Who better than the president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan, to talk about the business, his life, his history. And by the way, defending the Super Bowl championship, it's a big deal for everybody and especially for Mark and the Hunt family. And we'll get to that in a few minutes. First, Talk about deal-making issues, three to one. Three. Max Verstappen, his 10th straight Formula One victory. He's won 12 of 14 races for unbeaten Red Bull and matched Sebastian Vettel's Formula One record of nine straight victories last weekend at the Dutch GP. But he's only 25 years old, an estimated worth of over $210 million, most of it coming from his deal with Red Bull Racing. His absolute dominance has put him in rarefied air. And at this age, he still has plenty of time to cement his legacy as an all-time great. He's the third-ranked Forbes list athlete of 25 and under, and the sky is the limit. Two. Lithuania upsets USA in FIBA's World Cup. Packed Mall of Asia Arena saw a historic battle in which Lithuania opened up a 52-31 lead late in the first half, over 11,000 fans, the de facto best country in the world when it comes to basketball. But now the world may be catching up. Did you hear us, Women's World Cup? United States dominance may be tested. The bottom line is the finals, semifinals, will provide another test in days ahead as we'll see where it goes. One. YouTube's NFL Sunday Ticket launching an ad campaign on Vegas's Sphere, the first brand campaign to grace the outside of the Sphere. <laughs> Guess what? NFL Sunday Ticket. The multi-week campaign launched September 1 and runs through the start of the NFL season. Celebrate YouTube created an animation transforming the exterior of Sphere into helmets of all 32 NFL teams, only fitting YouTube, one of the most respected and important media platforms in the world, is launching its first ever campaign. The Exosphere, the largest LED screen on Earth, consisting of approximately 1.2 million LED pucks placed eight inches apart. Each puck has 48 individual lead diodes. Add that up, <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Deal-making issue number one. What is important is how pervasive and prolific the NFL is. What a great interview to focus on where the NFL is than with also having its defending president, champion, he doesn't know that title, but let's bestow it on him, Kansas City Chiefs, President Mark Donovan, been in that role for 10 years, prepared very well by working at the NFL office, Saints and others, including Jeffrey Lurie, one of his right-hand folks at the Philadelphia Eagles. In his context here, he's improved Arrowhead Stadium, 
reached out regionally beyond just Kansas City, Kansas, and Missouri, making this one of the greatest regional franchises in the world for what it does, etc., etc. Mark, also a good friend. Brown University football passing records, although he would never tell you that. He is a humble guy, an intelligent guy, an entrepreneurial guy. Here's Mark Donovan. Kansas City Chiefs icon, president of the Chiefs, good friend, really good friend, Mark Donovan. Thanks, Rick. It's good to be here. Thank you for doing this. So, look, you've had an incredible history, and just to begin to talk about it, fifth president of Chiefs history, you've got an incredible, diverse experience. Had a lot of great opportunities and a lot of good people um, who sort of guided me along the way, but it's been great to work uh, in a bunch of different leagues um, and also to work in two big franchises in the NFL. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the commonalities between all of that, would you say? A lot of similarities and a lot of differences. Yeah. Um, you know, when you think about working at the NHL, working at the NFL, um, a lot of differences, yeah. you know, especially when I was there. It was just as the NHL was sort of taking off and Gary was making the changes he was uh, hired to make. And um, it was fun to be there, and it was aggressive, and it was we did a lot. Um, and then the NFL, you know, it's sort of the era of Roger sort of coming into his role and – fewer deeper and changing the model um, and that sort of changes the model in sports um, and then working for two different franchises Philly big market um, ownership with Jeffrey and Christina was uh, just a great learning experience sure was. Um, and then to go from there to work for the Hunt family is pretty impressive yeah. and when you think about all of that the process to me sounds like again commonalities the titles are interesting. I'm not sure you did the same thing all the time, but but marketing, sales, business development, there's a lot of common processes in that. Yeah, a lot of fundamentals that are the same. Um, a lot of s processes I learned in different places I brought to the new places. And, um, you know, especially going from the league where you're sort of siloed in your yeah. role to go work for a club and be the exact opposite. Uh, that was a great learning experience in Philly working with Don Smolinski, working yeah. with Joe Banner and that crew, um, and then to do it on a different level with uh, the Chiefs. So January 2011 was the uh, president's announcement yeah. for the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So you've been there for a long time. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And a long-term contract that's just been recently. Yeah, Yeah, very fortunate to work for a family that uh, – rewards loyalty and is are loyal um and you know they're great ownership families in all sports but the hunt family um in my opinion are right at the top of that list did you think when you were struggling to be a free agent in the <laughs> new york giants camp as the guy who by the way set all quarterback records <laughs> at brown did you even think that you'd be where you are today in that position you know, I always hoped that I'd work somehow, some way in football. Yeah. It, it was just such a part of my life, and I learned so much from it, and I gained so much from it. Um, it wasn't as much giving back to the sport as yeah. just wanting to be a part of it. Um, so to finally end up after a couple different tracks to end up at the league office was, I thought I was done. I thought that's where I'd just stay. And then the opportunity came up in Philly, and that was just exciting and educational and um, competitive, and, and I just learned a ton there. And then to be able to take that knowledge and then go do it in Kansas City and really be part of that resurgence has been really, um, it's been fun. If I asked you what the biggest difference when you entered the league office versus today is, that's too general a question, but I'll ask it anyway. 
Yeah, tough to say. You know, I think when we were there, we were probably more siloed than they are now. Yeah. I think they're, they've done a really good job of sort of spreading that out. It's just such a huge animal. Okay. Um, and that's one of the things I like about being on the club side is um, while we're enormous in our brand, in our region, um, it's still, you know, you, you get to work a little bit closer with people across all different areas where the leagues, both NHL and NFL, um, they tend to be a little bit more siloed and, you know, do your job, stay in your lane. The interesting thing about the Forbes valuation stuff that mm -hmm. everybody eschews unless on the high side. And they're high side, then they embrace, right? Yeah, right. But $3.5 and a 14% um, increase in, in value and a 20% decrease in revenue because of COVID, uh, but about uh, $381 million in, in revenue annually. Again, general, nobody knows. You can extrapolate from Packers, but mm -hmm. that's a lot of money and a lot of consistency and momentum after a pandemic, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of responsibility to be um, one of the people in charge of this massive brand. And we're really proud of what we do. Uh, we're really proud of Arrowhead and okay. what it is and the experience that we provide there that's unique. Um, but probably from a business standpoint, most proud of the fact that we, we clearly over-index for our market yeah. size. You know, when you're a smaller yeah. market, um, to be able to compete with the big boys on just about every front, um, that's really what we strive for. Um, and it's hard, um, but it uh, gives you something to shoot for every day. And again, the Forbes breakdown of teams, which is even worse. But you're kind of right in the middle. Uh, and as you just said, and you're in the middle with their projected revenue. We're not going to ask whether you embrace it or not. But mm -hmm. kind of right in the middle, which is what you just said. But your market is geographically larger. It's much more passionate. Mm. And when I saw you last, I had nightmares of that red and yellow for five, six months. I couldn't control myself. Yeah. And that's what happens in your market, success or not. Obviously, you're successful. Yeah, that's a very valid point. You know, I've been, I've been in Kansas City for 2 and 14 and yeah. um, 4 and 12, and I've been in Kansas City for... 13-2 and Super Bowl championship. So I've seen both ends, and the the fan passion stays the same no matter what, and we're, we're fortunate for that. Um, but it's our job to continue to grow that, and we're, we're able to do that not only by getting more geographically uh, expansive, because you're right, we do have a huge market size, but we have a really small population yeah. in comparison. No. Um, and corporate and, size, where would you put the corporate uh, support uh, and capacity? Yeah, it, it's there. not huge. I yeah. mean, when you think about Fortune 500 companies, I think we have two. Um, <laughs> so yeah. it's difficult from that standpoint, yeah. but that's offset a little bit with passion. It's offset a little bit with the relationships we've been able to build and develop. Uh, at the local level and the regional level. And now, with the opportunity the league has created internationally, we're yeah. going to go aggressively after that because we think that's a real opportunity for us. What markets are you targeting internationally? Yeah, so we'll be in Germany and Mexico. And the Germany-Munich game will be very important to you. Yeah, very important to us. We have a great relationship with Bayern Munich that yeah, was pre-existing, and, um, and they've really helped us along the process. And we hope to be there playing a regular season game soon. Were you given the assignments of who you would pair up with internationally, or did you kind of ask for No, them? no. So from a, like companies and teams in the, in the um, markets, uh, Clark and Dan, his brother, mm -hmm. with their MLS franchise, they have an existing relationship right, right. on the soccer yeah. side with Bayern. So it was us on the Chiefs side who were going to them and leveraging right. that to develop the relationship. And we think that's going to pay huge dividends. We, we're going to be extremely aggressive, and we have very high goals in Germany. In Mexico, um, look, we're, we're probably the 20th largest or from a brand standpoint, NFL brand yeah, right. in Mexico. So 
Our target's a little bit lower than top of the market, but we're going to be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more innovative there. I'm actually excited to see what we can, can do. Can you get uh, Pat Mahomes to speak Spanish? <laughs> yes. Well, you know he's from Texas, so. That's not it's, enough. <laughs> uh, it's, I'm sure he's got some You Hispanic can't say background. it's close enough yeah. so to speak yeah. Spanish. No, we, uh, we're we fortunate that we've got uh, Tony Gonzalez and a yeah, couple well, other guys yeah. in our background yeah, that we can call do. upon. Yeah. Of course you do. So uh, let's, and, and the other legacy that you guys have, which I'm sure everybody understands, but maybe not everybody there, is that your franchise has been family-owned uh, in that community basically f forever. There's a lot of transfer from a lot of owners to a lot of owners in most all communities, yeah. except for yours. That has to count. It absolutely counts. And I think there's a... Kansas City is an authentic town. Yeah. You have to be authentic to survive there and to thrive. And Lamar moved the team there from Texas, which is a big move. And I think Kansas City embraced him from yeah. day one. And today uh, we see that even um, through their passion. And uh, I don't know that anybody is still, I guess they are still alive, that remembers the uh, Dallas Texans. It's oh, uh, yeah. history, but that's not Dallas's team. It's Kansas City's team, and you've embraced it you know, quite successfully. Yeah. Let's talk about gaming. Uh, you know, that, that's become something where, again, on the stadium stump, if, if I were told by Commissioner Tagliabue, go do all those stadiums, and by the way, you can't touch casino gaming, you can't touch Indian land, if you dare touch sponsorships or, or uh, Indian spo or lottery, we're going to fire you. Yeah. So now, if you don't cover all of those, you're, you're leaving money on the table. In your foggiest dreams, would you have thought this all would have happened so quickly because of one basic Supreme Court decision? Um, hard to project that that uh, Supreme Court decision was going to happen. But okay. when it happened, immediately you can project it, right? Yeah. Because it just is what it is and it's that powerful. It's also been a very interesting um, experience. And we talk a lot about, you know, what do you do every day? Yeah. What's your job as president of, the, of an NFL franchise? And, you know, part of my job now is understanding state legislation. Right. How do we get legalized sports betting passed in the state of Missouri? Are Reserve? you turning into a lobbyist? Is uh, that correct? I've, I've, I've learned that I don't want to be in politics. I can tell you that. Oh, I could have told yeah. you that earlier. I mean, yeah. you and I have had First these conversations hand. a long time ago, right? <laughs> but you seem to be successful. And would you, without putting words in Missouri legislators' mouth, mm. mouth if gaming is creating over a billion dollars every three weeks in New York and yeah. Illinois and Pennsylvania, it is a matter of time? Absolutely. And I think they, without putting words in people's mouth, yeah. it's just the reality is we've got to figure it out. Yeah. And Missouri has to figure it out. And it's good for the state. All right. So tell me how quickly there will be uh, in-facility uh, betting uh, all over the country, not just in Capital One Arena and Chase Field and Oof. all that. 24 months? I mean, I okay. would not be surprised by that. Um, yeah. When you think about our two states with Missouri and Kansas, um, we're sort of behind everyone yeah. else. And in the legislatures that we talk to, we hear it. Like, how yeah. are, we're losing right now to right. Iowa. We're losing right now to Illinois. We're losing right now. And, and it's sitting there with yeah. a really proven way to do it safely uh, and securely. And um, I, I believe that we're going to get something done in Missouri relatively soon. Yeah. And I think Kansas is going to follow really quickly. Well, I remember Mark Donovan's early history. You know, he went to Brown. He was a big-time Ivy League quarterback. And if I'm sitting there and I'm on the, in the legislature and I see this three-piece suit, a 6'8 dapper guy, saying, we're going to lose money to Iowa, it's a done deal. It's over. You're the When's, best. I just, I just grew like four and a half inches, by the way. That's yeah, look, awesome. Uh, take me anywhere. When's the legislative <laughs> session? Is it going to happen this year? I hope so. Yeah, yeah we're uh, we're knee deep in it right now. Right. Um, I was in supposed to be in Jeff City last week. I'm going hopefully in the next week. So we're we're knee deep in it. So we expect to make some progress. And you know, it it takes a lot. It takes a lot of commitment from the legislators. We're gonna 
do everything we can to support them, and hopefully we get it done. So the, the other piece of this is that uh, I, uh, you know, we have a club that I was kind of mocking with friends who have been in the industry who are the presidents, your president's clubs. You are a business guy, very clearly a business guy. You also played football. Do, do you ever yeah. resist? You resist. Are you ever tempted to go over to the general manager and say, by the way, you ought to pick this player instead of this player or that player or that player? You know, I've been in the business long enough and been able to be in a lot of those rooms to understand that there's a reason they do their jobs and the amount of work that goes into those decisions. I actually think one of the reasons I've been successful doing what I do is the amount of respect that I have for them. Yeah. Um, I've seen that happen. I've seen people less experienced than I go in and say, why are we not doing this? And, you know, to me, that's, that is really, um, that's detrimental to the entire culture. Because, yeah. you know, you're not trusting, you, you think you, you know more, and these guys are, and, and women, they're working every single day all year long to hopefully get one day right, right? right? And right. then they're going to, in the meantime, right, right one hour. Right. And then yeah. in, in the meantime, they're trying to figure that out on the free agent side as well, and then they're trying to figure out what to do next. So I, um, I have a lot of respect for those guys, and my job is to support them. Yes, it is. And your job is to run the business operation as a tight ship, as you do. Uh, final, um, what's the biggest challenge you have today? You know, I think for us, um, the biggest challenge would be the biggest opportunities, and those are this international growth opportunity right. that we have in front of us. And then what's the next chapter for Arrowhead? What's the stadium? What is the best possible um, outcome for our fans and for our business? Uh, Geha Field, how long is that deal? G-E-H-A. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I thought right. it was G-E-H-A uh, Field. I apologize. Yep. We're going to mention a couple more times, which means that's two more impressions, which <laughs> means this is more valuable, too. So, so, the, <laughs> so the, the, the two things I will say G -H -A. about G-E-H-A is that, um, as you know, it is not easy to put a name on a building. No. Um, but we were really focused on putting a name on a building with a company that's authentic to Kansas City. Yeah. And one of the largest employers in Kansas City that nobody really knew about. The story behind the company is true Kansas City. Just everything that makes Kansas City special is what GEHA uh, started from. And we have that deal for the rest of the le this lease. Well, as an aside, so long term. Yeah. Uh, as an aside, uh, I found when I was working with you in Kansas City that it's a, it's a, to change the Arrowhead name or to add to it add would to be a very difficult add to it would yeah. be a very difficult thing, especially if you brought in an out of towner to do it. So I'm yeah. sure it was done with great care. And there are a lot of opportunities to do just that, and we just said no, that's not how we're going to do right. this. So five years from now, are we running the Chiefs? Are we running another team? Are we playing golf together? What are we Oof. doing? Well, we're definitely playing golf. Right, and so thing. I don't yeah. know where we're playing, but right, we're, we're definitely playing, playing golf. Right, yeah. And are we still running the Chiefs or playing? I hope so. You know, I work for a family that. Um, would give me that opportunity, I believe, based yeah. on the performance. Um, but you never know. Who, who knows which way we go. That's a great answer for someone who just signed a long-term contract, by the way, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And I will say this, that of all of the general managers and uh, presidents, and I don't say this to all the folks, and you know this, he is the most uh, grounded, humble, diverse, intelligent, experienced, friend in the business that I have. Now, saying that, I don't have a whole lot of friends. Mark Donovan, thank you very much. Really thank appreciate you. it. Good to, good to spend time with you. Appreciate that. Well, Mark Donovan gives us a lot of perspective, as we know, and very important as we see where everything is going. Let's see if his success carries over to 2023. People in Kansas City and Chiefs Nation certainly hope so. How about the Sports Gaming Minute? And why not? NFL again. The first ever NFL-themed slot machines have touched down on casinos and their floors. Aristocrats gaming NFL Super Bowl jackpots rolled out Southern California, Oklahoma, 
Connecticut, including Vegas, Oregon, Mass, Florida, Arizona, through the end of the summer. 32 clubs, a theme for the game while they play. Super Bowl jackpots first in a series of league-planned events. And the bottom line is this is one of those things you would have never thought about before. But now, why did we ever not do it? That's your Sports Gaming Minute and your Sports Tech Minute. James Harden's success with live streaming in China. 10,000 bottles in five seconds. An impressive number that would leave any seller in disbelief in doing a celebrity cartwheel on camera, if not accustomed to the Chinese live streaming. On August 15, NBA star James Harden went live with Chinese social media influencer Crazy Little Brother Yang to promote his personal wine brand, J. Harden Wines, told viewers that he normally sells a few cases in a day. He was stunned when all 10,000 bottles sold out in seconds. No way, he said. Shocked at the speed of selling goods in China, accumulated almost 270 million views. The Beard returns to China for the first time in four years to meet fans and attend events. In addition to being named NBA MVP in 2018, one of the league's 75 greatest players of all time in 2021, 33-year-old boasts a signature shoe line with Adidas and other generating income surprises and others, just it's James Harden. That's your Sports Tech Minute. How about good sports? Nebraska great breaks its attendance record for volleyball, shows potential in women's sports. 92,000 fans watched five-time NCAA champion Nebraska volleyball team beat Omaha 3-0. Volleyball day in Nebraska, and the previous record was about 90,000 beaten easily. The bottom line is this is yet another example of how to move forward in the area of women's sports. Sabrina Nescu launches her SI20 Foundation, Members, Revenue, Important Credibility. We've said it before and say it again, the Billie Jean King 50th anniversary of her amazing 1973 political rally and statement that generated equal prize money, not only $3 million per men's and women's uh, women, winner, but a $65 million total compensation package. Great for tennis, great for her. Pat McAfee pledges five, $500K if T.J. Watt breaks the sack record. And the bottom line is he is now giving money to charity long overdue. Finally, Michigan State and Tennessee announced a charity basketball game for their Maui efforts. Let's remember they have significant uh, history in Tennessee and the Maui uh, classic at the beginning of the basketball year. Hopefully that will continue, but certainly the relief efforts are very important. And that's your Good Sports 5. Certainly thank you for listening to Mark Donovan. We'd like to thank Mark for helping us provide uh, his insight I'd like to thank Callie Kazire for helping us put this together, as well as the group of people who are on the record as far as producers. We'd like to thank you for listening and watching, joining us as we go inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports. Speak with you next week as we go through football season and all of its implications. I'm the sports professor, Ricardo. Speak with you soon. <music>